Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. We know we love our newsletter. It's called Read Instead, and it's the best of the Price of Business digital network. Includes my interviews with New York Times best-selling authors, Nobel Prize winners, billionaires, some of the brightest minds in business, in fact, as well as uh, culture, art, uh, literature, you name it. Uh, you can check it all out. It's real simple. Go to priceofbusiness.com. You'll see right there on the right-hand side a banner ad for Read Instead. Click it. It just requires your email. There's no cost to receive the newsletter, and you'll only get one email a week from us. We do not bore you with spam. And so you're going to love it. Make sure you check it out. It's at readinstead.com. Someone you'll find in it, who's been in it often, in fact, is our guest this segment, Joseph Muse. He's a friend of the program, now a friend of mine, and uh, really a show favorite and personal favorite. And one of the reasons why is because he's one of these roll-up-your-sleeve kind of guys who says, let's figure out how to solve these problems. And he takes an, uh, an approach business model-wise that is so needed today, but they like have a monopoly on this approach, which just literally blows my mind. I don't get it. And I, I know in the end, I think the reason why is that he believes in what he does in a way that his competition doesn't. And so the clients of his competition really suffer, in my opinion. What I'm talking about is Business GPS LLC, their website, businessgpsllc.com. And uh, for once, Joseph, what I'm going to let you do is just real quickly kind of give the overview of what you do before we get into our topic. Um, and I'll just second whatever you say, because as you know, I'm a raving fan. Well, thanks for having me. And, and it is amazing to me that we are still, after doing this for 11 years, we're still the only firm that helps companies on contingency. So if your company is struggling with their cash flow, struggling to stay open, or just you know as a business owner, you know there's probably a more efficient and better way to do this, or you just want a, a, a checkup on your business. Hey, am I doing this right? You know, what am I missing? Um, you know, we help companies analyze their business. We help them improve their cash flow. I feel like we ultimately build a better foundation inside the business and give more control to the owners. So, but, but here we are 11 years later, 12 years later, we've been doing this, uh, my gosh, probably for over 3000 companies. I kind of lost track. Um, and we do it all on contingency. If, if we don't produce a healthier, better, more positive cash flow business, then you're not going to pay us. It's that simple. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I really thought it was going to revolutionize the industry. Uh, but nobody else seems to want to take the, the path of kind of, you know, uh, putting their, their wallet where their mouth is, right? Standing behind it uh, the way that we do. Yeah, it's, it, to, me, to me, it's like on the one hand, wow, this makes perfect sense. But then again, Joseph, it only makes perfect sense if they know what they're doing. And those who aren't willing to take that approach where they're making money, only if their clients are making money, really have a lot of doubt about their ability to make things change. And you guys clearly have a different approach, which I think is so needed. Um, something else is really needed today is for uh, policymakers 
to really look at what's going on. You and I have had some interesting conversations and, that have focused on the malaise that I think is ubiquitous in our economy. I think of the Jimmy Carter speech back in the 70s, and he's wearing a sweater uh, because, uh, you know, saying, hey, this is what I do when I'm cold. We can't afford to use energy, you know, and his fireside chat. And we need a fireplace, by the way, too, because we're too poor to keep this house out. <laughs> Heated. You know, it's kind of pathetic when you look back, but this malaise is now on steroids. And uh, now what you've got happening is uh, we wrapped up the summer just a few weeks ago and we're heading into the fall is uh, more bad news. And I'm already singing the pumps and so are you of, uh, you know, gas prices are going to go up because uh, basically the enemies of the United States um, have uh, de- declared war on us by c- cutting off the uh, supplies, by reducing the supplies is what they're saying. They're going to produce less while demand's going nowhere but up. Um, and so it's just one more issue, one more issue for this administration, which frankly hasn't done a great job handling the issues it's had at hand. Well, this whole idea of malaise, you know, we, we read about uh, people who are um, – taking a second perspective on their life. Hey, I don't want to work so hard or, you know, depression and mental health, which is so prominent in our society these days, or, you know, the articles we read about our children in schools and how they struggle. And, you know, I was reading, I've been reading so much lately about this quiet quitting, you know, where, where people go to work, but they, you know, they're not really working, right. They're doing whatever is the bare minimum. And, and of course that's all terrible, especially about our children. But, when we think about it for small businesses, you know, small businesses are the heart and soul of our economy. They're the, they truly are the foundation. Two-thirds of all new jobs get created by what? Small businesses. So if the malaise comes into the small business owner, and it has, then it's a significant problem. And, and it, to me, it's a function of fighting too many battles over too short a period of time, you know, 2019, 2018, we were fighting battles back then as small business owners, and it was tough then. But then you add on top of that COVID, you add on top of that uh, labor issues, labor shortages, supply chain, uh, COVID restrictions, quiet quitting, you know, all these things. And the small business owner just doesn't, doesn't know what to do. So they tend to freeze. They tend to, they're so stressed out, they put their head in the sand. And I'll tell you, uh, Kevin, that I feel like on a majority of calls that I have with business owners, because you know I'm on the front line, the majority of calls now I have, it's more like life coaching than yeah. business analysis. Oh, yeah. because, right? Hand-holding, yeah. Yeah, and you didn't even mention the 1970s campy sci-fi movie type problems we have today, you know, like tomato flu and monkeypox. I mean, we're talking right. like so apocalyptic and so insane. Well, you know, it, it really feels like a sci-fi movie that I live in now. Yeah, and it, it is. It is truly overwhelming, and and the poly- it would be great if our government could support small businesses more because ultimately you support them, you're supporting jobs. But what happens mentally is the problem seems if you're a small business owner and you're looking forward, the problem seems too big to tackle. Joe, I can't tackle 10 things at once. I can't tackle, you know, uh, eight things at once. So what we try to do is focus on tackling one thing, and we try to focus on buying another day. 
buying another week. Right. Because time is an asset. And, and I always go back to the, hey, let, let's go uh, get physically, physically healthy at the gym. It's not that one, one day or one week or three weeks is going to get you, you know, 20 pounds lighter and a, and a bunch of muscle. But if you do it, the right things consistently every day, then you wake up in six months and there you are. And so you might not see how you're going to tackle eight things. But the other thing, too, about business, and you know this more than anybody, Kevin, is you don't know what tomorrow brings. The key is to stay in business until that good opportunity comes knocking on your door. But you're not going to hear it if you're not in business. Yeah. And, and by the way, that, that words, those words you just said were very, very important and very operative words that should be in the business owner's mind, which is stay in business. And it seems a little Captain Obvious, but it's not. And so people continue to spend at the levels they had when they were making more amount of money. Uh, they continue to have the same kind of employees when they might need different kinds in light of what's going on. You know, they may, you know, need to be looking at, uh, uh, eliminating where they're officing, officing and, and considering having uh, their employees, uh, work from home, not only as a b benefit, which is how it's kind of being promoted, but as a way of reducing your costs. And there's now all kinds of technologies where you can monitor their pro progress. And stay-at-home employees seem pretty excited about staying at home and show up to work with an enthusiasm, enthusiasm they didn't have. And I'm not saying to do those things per se, but what I am saying is put everything on the table. I tell you, I have had – well, certainly put everything on the table. And this is where it becomes good to talk to somebody. So coming back to the malaise, coming back to the stress, the mental health, really, of the business owner, um, that's where it's good to talk to somebody. And you typically can't talk to your spouse. And if you talk to your employees, you're going to try to show strength, right? You're going to try to, hey, don't worry, everything's okay. And I think that's where it doesn't have to be us. You know, talk to somebody else, talk to another business owner. But I think there's a lot to be said for uh, getting it off your chest. But I can't tell, you know, Kevin, we have such a unique view of the economy. We're on the front lines every day talking to business owners, and I can't tell you how many times the business owner has come back to me many months later, and after we've gone through uh, the healing uh, and improvement process with their business, and they've said, you know, Joe, you're right. It was all about staying in business. It was all about buying time, but that, it just seems so overwhelming in the moment I didn't see that, but you were right. It's about buying time. And as you go through buying time, how do you buy time? You start to make the changes to your business that work. So, you know, yeah. I, it is, a, to me, a tremendous concern because if we lose small businesses in this country, where are we? You know, where are we? Where's right. our economy going to be? Where are the jobs going to come from? Where are the quality jobs going to come from? You know, they're just not going to be there. Yeah, 70% of all businesses in this country are still small businesses. And that's shocking to me considering the fact that they are in, in an existential crisis largely due to government's action or inaction. It's shocking to me. That just shows you how great the human spirit is towards entrepreneurship in spite of all that. All right, let's get some like practical takeaways as we wrap it up. We are running out of time. Well, I think that I think there are two takeaways, and I, I like to keep it simple. One is I think it would be 
it's a good idea to talk to somebody about your business and what you're experiencing with your business, especially if it's another business owner or somebody like us who can give you honest feedback about it. Because as a business owner, when it's overwhelming, you're typically not seeing things clearly. So getting it out and having some constructive dialogue about it is number one. And number two, your goal isn't, oh, I need to uh, make this amount of money or I need to have this many clients or whatever. The goal is, how do I get from here to tomorrow? How do I get from here to next week? And if you do that enough times, then your odds of making it are significantly greater. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, buying some time, you know, and unfortunately, uh, some people really almost need to be in crisis mode in the way they look at that. It's not like a classroom project. This is reality. And for a lot of people, a disaster is kind of creeping up on them because of denial. Who wants to look at this kind of stuff? Well, you might want to. <laughs> I mean, that's just the reality. You might really want to. And, and again, if you need help with that, that's why I would contact the businessgpsllc.com. I can't tell you. Your ears must be constantly burning because I have people, we have people contact us about, you know, what's going on and uh, with their business. And I say, oh, well, you need to contact Joseph News. And so we say that. Often, and I do it uh, between interviews, we do it with people who uh, have reached out on social media and such, just do it. And, uh, you know, you and I both told, uh, talk about it, some people are shy. You know, they don't want others to know they've got problems. Uh, but uh, that's where the healing begins, is with that honesty and transparency. So, Joseph, love what you do, and can't wait for your next time with us. Hey, thank you for having uh, me on, on, as always, Kevin, and, and look forward to next time. Kevin Price, this is The Price of Business. Stay tuned for more.